Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. This is Believe Me right here on Stadium TV. Cam Rogers coming at you. I've got my guys back on the show. Full cast of characters. Clay Harbor here. Brandon Lang as well. We've got a lot of bets to talk about. NFL up and down the rundown. So, guys, how are we doing? doing great man it's good to it's good to have the band back together you know i miss these guys we got cam back from vacation b lang is back from his workout and uh we are just ready to go 125 pound flat bench dumbbells on monday working our way up to 130s from my man clay no way yeah i just did a lot 123 weeks ago bro there you go 60 years old about to throw up a 130-pound flat bench dumbbells. No, I didn't play in the NFL. No, I didn't play in the NBA. No, I didn't play baseball. But I don't know how many 60-year-olds that are out there that are throwing up 130-pound flat bench dumbbells about four times. Can you feel Clay, can you're you name anybody? Uh, you know, you're probably in the 1%. I mean, that's that's honestly very impressive. You know, myself personally, at you know, 37 years old, I was hitting four plates a day for two. I'll send you a video later, B-Lang, because, you know, Dude, that's very uncommon. Did you to, uh plates, bro? Yeah, I, I can throw up four plates still, B-Lang. That's, uh, that's different. Wow. You understand that, that I can do more weight with flat bench dumbbells because the move is shorter because I have some yeah. Yeah. So the most I ever got was three plates ten times, but I couldn't even touch, couldn't even sniff four at any point. That's a lot. That's a lot. Sorry, Cam. I know we're talking about some bench press. It's probably not your best. I do yoga sculpt, fellas. That's all I do. So, you know, (laughs) I got nothing on either of you. Hey, great way to meet chicks. Yoga sculpt. More information, go to yoga sculpt.com backslash clay. Let me write that down there. There you go, Clay. Yoga sculpt. Okay. (laughs) All right, brother. Let's get into it, guys. We have a lot of NFL to break down and some news items to start. The big conversation this week, fellas, NFL running backs, are they underpaid? Are they undervalued? Tony Pollard, Saquon Barkley, Josh Jacobs, they did not get long-term deals, so they'll either have to play on the franchise tag or sit out, much like Le'Veon Bell did not too long ago. Clay, we'll go to you, the NFL athlete. When you see this storyline, where do you stand on it? Are they underpaid? Are they undervalued? Or is that just the nature of the position? The way the system's set up, they are not underpaid. I'm sorry. I mean, I think that there are some great players. They take a lot of pounding. Maybe they deserve to be paid longer, but their career longevity isn't there to make sense for them to get long-term deals. The way it's set up, you have to do four years in a rookie contract. Then you can get a franchise tag. Five, six years for a running back? That's a long time. These guys do not have the career longevity, the hits they're taking. You can find guys in the late round. You look at the top running backs, you'll find guys like Khalil Herbert, Damian Pierce, Miles Sanders, Isaiah Pacheco. You got all these guys you can find late in the draft. You can use them for four years. Then when the rookie contract's up, you can go and find another guy, and you can still make the Super Bowl. You look at the Super Bowl, Miles Sanders, fourth-round pick. Pacheco, seventh-round pick. 
these are guys that you can find in the late rounds of draft, and it just doesn't make sense for franchises when this is a quarterback-driven league now and a wide receiver-driven league. you got to have big play guys on the outside. you got to have a big quarterback. You can't spend on the running back the way the system's set up. It's unfortunate, but they are not underpaid the way the system is set up. You'd have to change the system to get them more money. Yeah, Brandon, it sounds like this is the unfortunate reality of being a running back, right? You roll into Spearmint Rhino in Vegas or Crazy Horse 3, <laughs> you can absolutely <laughs> find you a dime piece all over. <laughs> in those two places, the bills coming from L.A., Texas, Florida, dime a dozen. And we segue that dime a dozen into running backs in the NFL. They're a dime a dozen. First <laughs> yeah. The offensive scheme and how teams are attacking now, you have to have a mobile quarterback that can run. The days of a five-step drop, stepping in the pocket, the Tom Brady's of the world, I think we're moving on from that. And I think you have to have a quarterback that can run. On top of that, Clay made a great point. Receivers, big play receivers, the way the offenses are, throwing the football. You can find a running back. You can find a running back that suits your offense that's going to be what you need to get what you're done. Look at the Kansas City Chiefs. Right. Name their last four running backs, where they were drafted. (laughs) You just just take guys who are quick and fast, put them in their system, and they're fine. So, no, they're not. They're not. They're overvalued. They're not underpaid. They get what they're supposed to get. But that's why Ezekiel Elliott's gone, and they've replaced him. It's done. You can find a running back somewhere from some college, from Weber State, Louisiana Monroe that is going to fit their system with the way the NFL is today with the right blocking as well you certainly don't need a first round running back Clay to wrap up here do you empathize per se with the likes of Saquon Barkley who is threatening right now to skip the entire season I understand where he's coming from but but I think that he's he's got a situation to where he can make a life-changing amount of money. I empathize more in the NFL with the guys like myself that are that 80% of the guys in the NFL aren't the guys making the top dollar contracts. Those are the guys in the two year deals, the, you know, making, you know, a little bit over league minimum. Those are the guys I want to be, uh, you know, I'm more worried about, but I think that Saquon, he's a star player. He wants to get paid, deserves to get paid, but you got to realize you're not going to get paid with these receivers and quarterbacks are getting paid. He got offered a good deal. And I think he's able to set himself up for, you know, for life with this. So I'm not too, you know, upset with Saquon. I know he thinks he's undervalued. He is a playmaker, but I think he's still in a good position. I feel good about the fact that I'm sure he will get his money at some point. If it is not New York, it'll be somewhere else. All right, let's go from running back to wide receiver and talk about what I feel like is a head-scratching news item here. DeAndre Hopkins signing with the Tennessee Titans. Brandon, we talked about the Titans last week about whether they will win over seven and a half games. Two-year, $26 million contract with Tennessee. 82-1 to win the Super Bowl plus 300 to win the AFC South. Brandon, what do you make of this decision by DeAndre? Don't get it. I just don't get it. Go to the movie Big, where Tom Hanks is sitting in the boardroom, and the guy's describing the robot. And Tom Cruise raises his hand. He goes, go ahead. He goes, I don't get it. 
He goes, I don't get it. He goes, I don't, I don't hire the robot to play with, and I don't get it. You're going to a team that that predicates everything they do off the play action in the run game with Derrick Henry. It's mm-hmm. not a good fit. They let AJ Brown go. Bye bye. Let him go. Now you place with DeAndre Hopkins, who had kind of an off season last year with some huge drops at Arizona that cost his team huge in their losing season. Has he lost a step? Maybe, maybe not, but 26 million for two years, not, not what you think DeAndre Hopkins would get. I think it's a terrible fit and, and I just don't get it. There, there's my hand again. I don't get it. I don't get it. Don't get 31 it. years old, Clay. What do you think of this? I don't mind the move for either of them. I think there could have been a better fit. Disagree with me, absolutely. I, you know, Just sorry, B. Lang. I don't mind the move, uh, and here's why. I think AFC South is just full of young quarterbacks, right? They got Ryan Tannehill. They stuck with him. Malik Willis isn't going to start. I know you got Will Levis. Right now, they're giving Tannehill. This is a swan song. Guess what? We're we're giving you DeAndre Hopkins. Okay, what can you do with it? They were close. Right. You forget. There was a playoff game before the playoffs last year between the Jaguars and the Titans, and they almost won that game. I don't even remember who the quarterback was, who their quarterback was in Tennessee. It was like Josh Jacobs or something. They were like down to their third-string quarterback. Now you got DeAndre Hopkins to go with Derrick Henry. It's gonna take. That's going to open up the, the pass game. You're going to have to single cover Hop because you got to keep you got to keep seven eight in the box because of Derrick Henry. They did a good job this offseason. They signed Andre Dillard. They drafted Peter Skaronsky. I loved him. I think Traylon Burks will be a good second receiver this year. And I, I think they made some, some plays. They're trying to win the division. They're not saying, hey, it's Jaguars, division. You know, so I like the move. I think Hopkins actually makes this thing interesting. Brandon? Okay. To borrow <laughs> from Denzel Washington in Philadelphia. <laughs> I love the pop culture references. <laughs> I'm going to try to explain this to you like you're a six-year-old. Appreciate that. You can surround a quarterback with the greatest receivers in the NFL. But if your quarterback is a complete moron and an idiot and a choke artist, it's not going to matter. And that's what Ryan Tannehill is. Cincinnati Bengals, three horrific turnovers in the playoffs a couple years ago. They have a third down and six at the 40-yard line, driving to win the game. It's the most critical third down and six, period. Who are you going to? A.J. Brown's out on the left, man-to-man, safety's in the middle of the field. That's where I'm going. What happens? Snap. Tannehill doesn't look at A.J. Brown, who gets by the DB, puts his left arm up, and has three steps on him. Where's Tannehill? to a number three receiver in the slot who runs an in-route double covered, and he throws to the slot. That's the epitome of Ryan Tannehill. He'll never be a winner. He's never going to be a winner. So let me give him another receiver that he won't look to because he's an idiot. Did that game cost me money? Absolutely. Sounds More like it. Ever. No. And that's why I can remember that play as I'm watching A.J. Brown run down the sidelines 11 steps ahead of the DB with his left hand up. And Tannehill's looking to the right, hoping he can see his wife out of the corner of his eye, who's got a gun going through security in Miami. It all ties together, guys. The whole energy of the Tannehill family, please. That team's going nowhere this year. Play under wins for them. They're done. Okay. 
tough, easy division. Jacksonville, besides them, who knows how good they are? They lost some players after Jacksonville. You got some young quarterbacks in Indianapolis and Houston. Okay, division's wide open. They made a big play to get a big target, to get a big threat on the outside. I don't mind it. And Derrick Henry's done as well. I'll tell that too. (laughs) Well, I think the final – The final takeaway point too is like if you're DeAndre Hopkins, a five-time pro bowler, and you have your pick in theory of any team you want, wouldn't you want to go to a Super Bowl contender, not an AFC South contender, like a division contender, an actual Super Bowl contender, Clay? Take a pay cut and go to KC. Clay, what do you think of that? Take a pay cut and go to KC. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I think that he went more for monetary reasons, and maybe he wanted to live in Nashville, state tax. I mean, there's some issues. I've been trying to figure this out. And obviously, there's better teams, there's better fits. But when I think about Nashville, popular destination, maybe he wants to live somewhere like that, state taxes. He, you know, he wants to make money. He's getting older. These guys have a lot of expenses once you start getting up there in age. And then you are a contender in the AFC South. And obviously, you're probably you're, you're not going to win the AFC. I mean, think of the Bills. You think of the Jets. You think of the Chiefs. I mean, you, you think of the Bengals. You're, you're just not, but you can win the FC South and you can be successful, but you did not go to a Super Bowl winning team. So right now, to me, that is not what's most important to him. Most, most important to him was living somewhere nice and was getting paid. And that's what he did. And enjoy the live music out there in the Music City. Hey, most like country one. music like Brandon. There you go. 80 to one are the Titans to win the world or the uh, Super Bowl coming up. All right, guys, let's blow through some NFL playoff specials. We're talking about team by team. Will they make the playoffs? We have odds on that. We will start with my Baltimore Ravens and Clay. We will start with you. The yes, the Ravens will make the playoffs is minus 150. The no is plus 120. Do you lay the dollar 50 on the Ravens to make the postseason? They're making the playoffs. You got Lamar Jackson back. You got him some weapons. I mean, come on, Odell. You got Zay Flowers. Mark Andrews is one of my favorite tight ends in the league. I I, I really think this team, I, I, they might make it deep in the playoffs. I think they're making the playoffs for sure. So, yeah, I would lay that money down right now. Actually, I might go do this soon. Free so money. you guys Free should money. too. Yeah. Brandon? Yeah, that's a gift. That's a good, <laughs> yeah. that's an I actually, was surprised that's, when I saw it. That's Christopher <laughs> I'm surprised you, you said it. One thing about this show is I like to be surprised by the odds that you give me. And then I like the process. And on the fly, when you said that, I'm like, that's got to be like 230. Like, that's got to be minus 230. And you yeah. came at minus 150. I'm like, what? Are you that serious? That makes sense. Yeah. That's a mortal lock that your children's unborn children's <laughs> children. <laughs> Bet the white girl you met in London on Instagram upgraded your hotel thinking she was going to come back. Then she did. Now she wants to come see you in the States. Unreal. All in on Lamar and the Ravens. Could be the lock of the show right there. Baltimore Ravens minus 150. Okay. Buffalo Bills. This makes a lot more sense, Brandon. Yes, minus 250. Yep. Right there. And then the no plus 195. But I mean, lay the wood, right? I mean, it's 25, you know, 250 win 100, 2,500 win 1,000, um, 25,000 win 10,000. I mean, you know, it's better than invest in crypto. Um, some <laughs> people have them winning the Super Bowl, although, like I said, with Oliver Hardy and uh, Laurel Hardy in charge up there in Buffalo, I don't think they're going to win a Super Bowl with those two coaches, Leslie Frazier and McDermott, but um, lay the 250 as well. 
just to make the playoffs, Clay, so it does not have to be the division. I'm going to say no this Whoa. year. We got, a, we got a new gunslinger in town. Don't forget about the New York football Jets, not the football Giants, the football Jets, J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Aaron Rodgers, you forget about that guy? He doesn't own Chicago anymore. Chicago, I own you. He owns Buffalo. He loves playing in the cold weather. He loves playing in the cold weather. He's been playing Chicago, Green Bay. Those were his best games. And then you got Tua coming back. If Tua can stay, get him an extra a special helmet, get him some headgear, headgear like they wear in boxing, keep Tua on the field. And then I think the Patriots come back strong this year. Bill's not going to have another losing season. And, and the Bills didn't do much to help to help this team this year. What did they do? Josh Allen's still throwing his stuff on Diggs. Diggs isn't happy. Dawson Knox is slowest tight end in the NFL. Okay, like I mean, they didn't do much to really help this team. Yeah, you can say Von Miller's back. Okay, Von Miller's back, I know. But overall, I think there's a chance they miss the playoffs in this division. Make that money. Let's go, How Brandon. about that? Plus 195. Are you arguing, by the way, Clay, that only one team out of the East makes it to the playoffs? Well, two teams can make it. I think, I think the, the Dolphins with Tyreek and Jalen Waddell can make it too. I think they're a good okay. team. If, 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 if Tua stays healthy, the Dolphins can make the playoffs. I think they make it over Buffalo. All right. I'm That's sorry. Right, I'm going against you, Clay. I mean, it's the Buffalo Bills. I don't have a lot of faith in the Patriots. And really, the Jets, I think they're slightly overrated. So, minus 250, why not? Let's talk about the Carolina Panthers. Will they make the playoffs? This is interesting because the NFC South is kind of a crapshoot right now, Clay. No is minus 200. The yes is plus 160. Bryce Young, the quarterback, presumably week one. What do you think? I'm going to say no. I like Bryce Young, and I think they, they did a good job of, of trying to get him some players after they got, got rid of uh, DJ Moore, you know, Adam Thielen in there. But, I mean, he just doesn't have much of a, of a receiving core to throw to. Miles Sanders, he's not really good at catching the football. He's, he's a strong runner. He's fast, athletic. I remember going out to training camp last year in Philly and looking at Miles Sanders and being like, damn, this guy, this guy is big. Brian Burns, you know, I think they got some players, but overall – Rookie quarterback, not great receiving core, not great tight end core, okay running game. I don't think you make the playoffs. You can't you can't lay this one down. Okay. What do you think, Brandon? Plus one sixty to make it. Answer is yes. Nice right. value there. Absolute strong running game to protect your rookie quarterback. An up and coming defense that played well down the stretch. I'm all in. Carolina will be your divisional champ, not New Orleans and Carr. who will figure out a way to screw that up. I'm going to go Carolina plus that nice value. Good plus value on the Panthers. Yeah, plus 160. I mean, Clay, somebody's got to win that division. I don't know who it's going to be, but I don't think it's going to be the Bucs, and I don't think it's going to be Mr. $140 million Derek Carr. So it's the Falcons or the Panthers. Who dat, baby? Who right. dat, baby? Let's go. Okay, Michael Thomas is going to stay healthy this year. Chris Olave, Michael Thomas, I think they're going to they're gonna have a heck of a year. Derek Carr is going to come back and have a nice year in New Orleans. Who dat? All right, we shall see. We'll talk about the Saints in another show. Let's talk about the Bears right now. The uh, odds are the following, Brandon. No minus 200. Yes, plus 160. Exactly the same as the Carolina Panthers, interestingly enough. You've got DJ Moore now at the wide receiver position. 
getting better on defense. The offensive line is still a question mark. What do you think? I don't know if you had a chance to watch the Netflix documentary quarterbacks yet. It's a must see because it follows behind the scenes, Mahomes, uh, Marks Mariota and Kirk Cousins. And it's really good. You get a, you get a really incredible look, especially at Cousins, things you didn't know about him. And I brought that up to speak about Minnesota. It's a two horse race with Minnesota and Detroit. Um, Mm -hmm. That game they played late in the year, pretty much determined who was going to get in when Detroit blew a 24, 21 lead and gave it up late, like final score 20, 24, something like that. But it's a two legged race. So the bears will not make the playoffs. They'll come close and they're getting better. And I love, I love uh, Justin Fields, but at the end of the day, that division is a two division race with Detroit and Minnesota. I'm inclined to agree here, Clay. What do you think? I think you're getting pretty good value with the Bears. Of I course. think you got to take the value with the Bears. Where am I at right now? Clay, I'm in Chicago. Clay, do the rest of this breakdown of the Bears in, in your London accent, please. <laughs> Absolutely can't do that right now. It's a British Open. Mom Com's got to cover that. But right here, we'll go back to American. Okay, Justin Fields has finally got himself a receiver. You saw what happened with Jalen Hurts when he got A.J. Brown. He took a huge step. The receiving core is actually pretty good now. You got you got Mooney and Claypool backing up more. Cole Komet is actually a solid tight end with Robert Tunyon, Bobby Tunyon, better O-line. Uh, defense is still a little shaky, but I think they have an opportunity in this division. Aaron Rodgers is gone, like I said. Kirk Cousins, captain comeback. You saw what happened in the playoffs. You know, they did win a lot of one-score games, and I know the Lions finished seven and two in their last nine games, but the Lions still I'm not sold. I do love Dan Campbell, my old coach, but I'm going, I'm going with the Bears. I'm taking the value. I mean, there's no way three teams make the playoffs in that division, and the Vikings are certainly going to make it or the Detroit Lions. I don't know from there, but it won't be the Bears. So I'll go with Brandon on that one as well. I keep going against Clay. Clay, help me out here. Let's talk about the uh, Cincinnati Bengals, all right? This could be unbettable territory, all right? The yes is minus 300, Clay. The no is plus 240. Any hot takes about the Bengals maybe not making the playoffs? The Bengals are going to make the playoffs. I mean, that's for, honestly, that's, that's free money. I think you're actually getting a good deal to just th- lay some down on the Bengals. Only way the Bengals don't make the quarterback or don't make the, the playoffs is if they lose their quarterback. Right. And my boy Trevor Simeon is playing, is starting. But I think Trevor could even lead them to the playoffs with, with that team. We we're throwing Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and, and Tyler Boyd and Irv Smith. I think Brandon could lead that team to the playoffs under the helm. You know, it's a pretty good they, – they just signed Orlando Brown Jr. You got your protected on the on the blind side there with Joey, Burrow. No way they don't make the playoffs. I mean, even if even if Burrow goes down, I'm taking the Saints. So get free money. That's free money right there. I'm going I'm to write that one down too. I'm taking that one. Brandon, 30 seconds here. What's the play? Ravens and Bengals. Exactly right. Laying three to one. Um, you know, again – in that quarterback special, they break down that Cincinnati KC game playoff game. And you just, you want to throw up because Cincinnati had them beat and, and, and they're just that receiving core, Joe Burrow lay the 300. It's, it's a gift. It really is. Another gift courtesy of the odds. I'm with you guys as well. Minus 300 for the Cincinnati Bengals to make the playoffs. And that is all for this edition of Believe Me right here on Stadium for Brandon Lang and Clay Harbor. I am Cam Rogers. We are getting into football season, folks. 
preseason football. Maybe some picks coming up soon on the show. Enjoy the weekend. We'll see you soon. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.